to Mental Health Chats. I'm Claire Davis and I'm here to help you with better emotional fitness. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe. If you're listening on podcast, please follow. This series is on trauma and PTSD and we are here to help managers in organisations to bring better emotional fitness into the organisation for your team by spotting the signs, having those conversations and bringing positive mental health into the workplace. Today, my guest is Lisa Hilton. Hello, Lisa, how are you? I'm doing great, thank you. Hi, Claire. Hello, oh, there's a bit of an accent there. Would you like to tell everybody where your accent is from? Well, I am from British Columbia, Canada. Mm -hmm. I think you're my first guest from Canada. That's exciting, isn't it? Very. And Lisa is going to be talking to us all about how childhood trauma can manifest into in adulthood. So Lisa, would you like to explain to everyone what you do? I am a certified trauma recovery coach which means that I support adults who are addressing or feeling that there's something going on in their lives and they don't quite know what it is, or they have worked through a lot of their trauma, but they're feeling they need a little bit more help with strategies, uh, reframing certain things, um, managing their emotions, um, feeling like supporting them, help them get unstuck because they might start noticing that they're perpetually doing the same behaviors and they're not working. And, and uh, often we find out that there's actually some childhood issues that are keep coming up. And so I work with adults and my tagline is transforming travesty into triumph. So helping them feel more empowered and that they can actually get in control and detox from their childhood. So it no longer kind of encroaches on current life wow that sounds so interesting and you've just said what your tagline is can you repeat it for everyone please i support adult survivors of childhood trauma transform travesty into triumph travesty into triumph yeah really really interesting i love that wording and with regards to trauma if we have had traumas in our life especially in childhood it can develop into PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. And do you mind, I've heard the term a lot lately, um, complex PTSD. So what is the difference between PTSD and complex PTSD, Lisa? That's a really good question because unfortunately in the Diagnostic Statistics Manual, they kind of lump the two together. Um, now more uh, mental health professionals are understanding there is a difference. So PTSD often results from a one-time overwhelming event, uh, something that impacts the nervous system, the memory. Um, so um, it could be a fire. People often think about that as military, a war thing. It could be a surgery, a hospital, a medical thing. Um, but complex PTSD is when there's been a chronic, unhealthy and unsafe environment that a person is living in. And when it happens in childhood, it creates an impact on even how the brain is developed. 
certain parts of the brain grow larger like the amygdala does because that's your fear that's your emotional response so because that child constantly feels unsafe their life may be chaotic dangerous emotionally damaging or they are being physically or sexually abused that limbic system gets larger because the body wants to survive what's going on um, and other parts of the brain unfortunately maybe not grow to the right development which can be the prefrontal cortex so the ability to rationalize things could be impacted because when you are in that fear response you're not thinking about what kind of socks am i going to put on today it's about my life is in danger. I need to get out of this situation. Um, but unfortunately, when we're children, we don't often have the, the ability to flee, to run away, to leave the event. We don't have the ability to fight back because the person hurting us is way bigger than us. So we often freeze or we develop what's also called a fawn response where we end up doing things to appease our abuser or to appease people so they don't get mad, so they don't hurt us. So we develop certain traits and characteristics and coping strategies really designed so that we can feel safe and grow up to adulthood so we can leave, we can go. Um, yeah. Lisa, do you coach people who have more of complex PTSD situations or is it more PTSD? More with complex PTSD. I've, I've have learned experience with that or learned. Um, yeah. So I kind of go into that focus more on that. I understand I've done more work and more education, more training on neuroscience, how it impacts the brain, the development, how, it impacts social challenges, um, emotional regulation, um, addictions, various num things that we do to avoid uh, certain situations. And it doesn't always have to manifest in our life in a negative way. It can be the person who is that type A personality, who is the first to always volunteer and step up and do more and more and more. And when we, and then they get reached burnout and we find that by unpacking, it's that they have this belief that if they don't do something, they're not worthy. So there's some underlying belief systems that are, that our childhood teaches us that it's really cool to unpack some of this, but also learning how we can change our strategies and change our maladaptive strategies into adaptive or healthy strategies. So let's think about childhood traumas. How do they actually manifest in adulthood? Okay, well, um, it could be a person that um, holds back. So if I look on the kind of what we consider a, a negative part, they may hold back and work professionally. They may not want to contribute when they have team meetings they don't want to put their hand up or enjoy or participate because they feel that what they've got to say isn't really matter or they're going to get laughed at or various believe it or not deeply ingrained childhood experiences cause them to hold back uh, they may not um toot their own horn um some cultures really want you to brag and really want you to talk about your strengths and these people perhaps don't even know what their strengths are they don't have that self-awareness 
um, they perhaps have relationship challenges. They keep getting attracted to that same person that is abusive and alcoholic, um, that is a narcissistic. Um, they keep having these similar ongoing patterns that they can't get out of. Um, they may practice high risk behaviors. So that could include the addictions and addictions don't have to always be alcohol and drugs. It could be shopping. Yeah. It could be exercise. It could be workaholics. It could be anything that a person, food, it could be anything that a person uses. So they don't address the feelings that they're, that are being stirred up by something that's just coming up. Someone said something. Um, it could even be a whiff of a fragrance that can trigger or bring up something. It's really fascinating to me. Really fascinating to me as well, and obviously, you know, it would be to a lot of people. So, all of these triggers, all of these things that can occur, how how can people heal in these situations? Well, one of the things that really is paramount is that childhood trauma survivors, even in adults, have this underlying feeling. Well, it teaches us three lies four lies actually that we are to blame for what happened. So we have this, um, this level of guilt that really is not in proportion to anything in our life. We just assume guilt for everything that happens. There is this huge aura of shame. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. There's something really wrong with me. I'm defective. Um, there's a sense of, of feeling unworthy. I'm unlovable. No one would ever love me. I'm not good enough. And there's that sense of powerlessness. So they don't feel that they actually can change anything. And these would be manifested as um, they start diets or start exercise regimes, and they just never are able to follow through because this sense of powerlessness to change their life keeps impeding them. So as a childhood trauma survivor, and as a, a coach, I provide this safe space for them so they can actually feel seen and heard and believed because a lot of them have never experienced that. They don't know what it feels like to be respected and to be loved. And so a lot of my, my um, privilege is to really hold that space for them. So when they have that compassionate witness, things start to kind of unravel, expose, and I'm there to hold them gently and safely as they manage their emotions, learn how to do that, develop the language, the emotional literacy that comes with that, because often they've lived in denial, shut off from their emotions. So being that witness, holding that space, validating them, telling them that it's normal, what they're going through is normal, normalizing it is really, really important. And all of those help knock those feelings of blame, shame, guilt, unworthiness, unwantedness, powerlessness, down to a really manageable size and their emotional regulation becomes stronger because they learn to develop even to have a relationship with their emotions, um, which is very important too. And therefore that impacts their identity. Who am I? What do I want in life? Where am I going? Um, it's really amazing how childhood trauma impacts so much of us in our life. And um, it's, again, it's a privilege for me just to hold space and to be there and to be that witness for these ones and validate them. Wonderful. 
thank you for sharing that with us. So there's probably a lot of people who are watching or listening out there who would love to get in touch with you. So where can people actually find you? I have a website um, on Facebook, Instagram, um, LinkedIn as well. But my Facebook, um, pardon me, my website is HiltonCoachingConsulting.com. Thank yeah. you so much, Lisa. You've got so much information about traumas. Um, and it's so important to understand that so many of these traumas, so often what I hear people say in the workplace is, I wish anywhere actually is, I wish they'd just get over it. I wish they'd just get over it. But they can be triggered so much throughout our lives, as you said. So thank you for your, your very wise words and take care. Oh, you're welcome. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you, Claire. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed the chat. If you found any of the tips useful, follow Mental Health Chats. Thank you. Mm -hmm.